telling me that the king of a third world country runs around in a bulletproof cat suit? Why don't you ask him yourself? Because he's right outside. Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 30, recorded February 20th, 2018. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And we're talking tonight about the new Marvel movie, Black Panther, uh, episode 18, as we uh, we noted between ourselves before we started recording. 18, 18. freaking movies. Yep. And, and this is more also, to come. And more to come. And this is also take two for us, because we tried to do this before, but I was in an airport and it was... It was very noisy, and you would have had to hear, like, boarding for Atlanta flight to blah, blah, blah. Would have, yeah, it just would have been terrible. So Funny, that, but funny, not but very it, practical. Nope. So take two. Take Woot. two. It's uh, Black Panther starring Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan, Lupita Nyong'o, Danai Guerrera, Martin Freeman, Daniel Kaluuya, Letitia Wright. Uh, Winston Duke, Sterling K. Brown, Angela Bassett, Forrest Whitaker, Andy Serkis. The the list goes on and freaking on. There are so many tremendous talents in this movie, and it really shows. Yeah. No, I was, uh, when when we tried to do this before, when I was in the airport, the thing I was telling Tim is that I actually think this is probably one of the smartest movies, the smartest, well, it's definitely the smartest superhero movie I've ever seen, um, probably. But, like, it's a very socially conscious film when it, looking at various sides of a, of a debate in something that can be extrapolated into current tensions that we are dealing with. Yeah, yeah, I, and I, I agree, you know. The, the movie is is very aware of what it's about and what it wants to say, what it, it wants to get people talking about. And I think it does a good job of that. Mm-hmm. Where I'm less inclined to call it a, a smart movie is I, I felt like just in, in terms of sort of its basic narrative structure, it bounced around a little bit and, and didn't have a clear direction. It's like, oh, well okay, here we are, we're starting, and we've got this thing going on. Now, oh, here's, here's a twist after, like, 20 minutes, and now it's this other thing, and, and we're all about this guy, but then 15 minutes after that, nope, forget that. It's this other thing now, and possibly another thing sort of a little bit mixed up with that, kind of, perhaps. I think I, I, think I understand where you're coming from. The, uh, I think the, the, the reason why that didn't really happen with me, though, is that I was too busy thinking about other stuff that I didn't even notice. That's not like saying that you're wrong, Tim. That's not there. <laughs> That's just me. Like, I was thinking about other stuff. Like, I actually missed a couple of one-liners because I was busy thinking about the weight of some certain decision that someone made and, and how it, like, fits in with stuff. Like, I was thinking too much about the movie for my own good. I saw it in the morning. Like, I was fully awake and aware and not tired at all, so, like, I was ready to go if I if I had yeah. gone to one of those like 11 o'clock shows on like the night before <laughs> maybe I would have been more bothered by things I don't know well I mean to, to, to be completely fair I mean I, I saw it on a matinee so I was I was very much awake and you know alert mm-hmm. and everything but I did have a little bit of a headache at the time so I'll I'll certainly allow that they may have colored my impression of it a bit but mm-hmm. I, I I do still stand by that having slept on it for a, a, a bit now it's I feel that's a valid criticism of this movie. Oh, yeah, it, it, it does yeah. a lot of things very well. Like I, I'm completely on board with the, the protagonist and and his retinue. You know, we we've got all these these strong female characters who are uh, Chadwick Boseman as as T'Challa. I mean he's he's the king, and you know these these people are ostensibly his subjects, but they are no less 
capable as as individuals. They have their own skill sets that are different from his, and they each bring something to the table, and they they work really well together. They've got this great chemistry. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Didn't it actually? It didn't even occur to me about them being like women until you yeah. and I were talking about it later. Yeah. Like it was, which is great, um, actually. I think no, that, that's great. That's how it, it it's how it should be because there's a lot of these you know kind of things that really like play up that side of things, which is you know a valid thing to do too. But you know, it's I don't know. I just like that. Is is basically the point i'm trying to get there i don't think your criticism is invalid i think you're totally right i'm just it somehow did not bother me because i was being focused on other stuff at the time i am probably going to go see this again so then i will definitely look at it from from that perspective the next time around but yeah everyone does like a really good job with what with what they have and what they do and the characters are actually pretty well drawn out they've actually put thought into all of these characters which i think is a great thing um this is I, I can't quite decide how I feel about, uh, well, okay, I, I know how I feel about uh, Michael B. Jordan as the villain, um, but I don't know where to rank him, I, because this is something that you and I have complained, or at least I have complained about a lot, is that the Marvel villains are very uninteresting in a lot of ways. A lot um, of them have been. That's completely valid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, some some have been better than others. Some have been just worthless um i liked lee pace and guardians guardians of the galaxy but he basically was you know a big piece of blue that was angry all the time yeah i mean it was it was fun to watch him do stuff but as a character he wasn't very interesting no and that's the thing here is that uh, michael b jordan's character is actually extremely interesting you empathize with him very well that's something that i don't think many of the other the other villains they've really done that with so much um you kind of do it with michael keaton in spider-man homecoming i feel maybe not to the same extent here but it's getting closer and closer to that Uh, yeah yeah i i can agree with that i i feel like that is a a part of their formula that they are are getting around to really refining and and making some some real progress with i mean i i guess part of my my disappointment is you know, we've we've come to expect so much more in terms of just the the basic narrative. You know, the the storytelling elements here because they've done so many others that have been so good on that. And it's like here, the thematically, this movie is just completely on point. Knows exactly what it's about, but it sort of misfires on on some of the basics. And I I found that a little odd, but mm-hmm. I I do think it's good that they are improving in these other areas i think that also makes for for good cinema i think that might be the thing with me is that if i feel like the a lot of times and and i'll admit this may be just a straight up thing with me is that if i feel like the characters are getting there i tend to ignore plot problems yeah yeah for sure yeah and i think that goes back to having watched you know the big sleep a bunch i couldn't tell you what the big sleep is about but you know philip marlowe solves a crime (laughs) <laughs> um, but there's, that movie's based so much on like characterization and how how it's performed and how it's acted that I sort of forget that the plot doesn't actually make any sense. The plot to this uh, to Black Panther actually does make sense. It just kind of meanders and weaves in a very unusual way. And I wonder if that's a holdover from I think I heard that the original cut of this was like three and a half hours. Um, and I wonder if that's a layover from from that. Not it's, like we need a three and a half hour Black Panther movie. Movies have to have have to give me a good reason to go over two hours. Yeah. So I mean, like, I don't need a three hour Black Panther movie, but that would explain something. It it, it would because there there is a lot of material there, and it's like yeah, you know, 
any one of the the issues that they they deal with over the course of the movie it, as far as the plot goes would have been enough to fill a two and a quarter hour movie which which this was mm. there's there's a lot sort of packed in there and yeah i i would i would buy that i mean i yeah i'm not really here to you know speculate and say well this is why this went wrong i think and this, this, yeah. this, this is just my impression as a as a viewer as as part of the audience but I mean, I'm I'm totally with you. You know, when when the characters are are good and they're they're selling something, you can can overlook plot holes. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. you look at movies like Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think in this case, this this movie was you know also talking about current events in such a manner. Well, current events that have been current for like years now. But um, but you know, like that's it got me thinking about other stuff. And I think that's, you know, what kind of made me not notice those things. So I don't think you're, like, invalid in what you're saying. I think you're probably saying something that's totally right. But that's, I'm just explaining why I may not have noticed it. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's fair. So uh, yeah. that's that's really surface-level stuff, I, I think. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't detract from this, you know, being a, a good movie. It doesn't knock it down that far. It's like, yeah, okay, no. may, maybe, you know, you... The, the paint job could have used a little more touching up, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's sound. It's it's fairly solid. It just you know needed maybe a little more polish, maybe I don't, or somewhere along the lines. I, I was extremely satisfied. Like I would almost call it like a great movie, like more than just good. But I don't know. Like it's something that like very rarely do I want to like go see these things again, and I actually yeah. do want to go see this again. So that's I think I think that says something at least. Um, uh, man, I'm trying to. I feel like there's something that there's something important we should probably talk about, but we haven't gotten to it yet. But oh yeah, um, so a lot of there's a lot of like interesting craft work done in the fact that they use like Kendrick Lamar to do all these songs, you know, to kind of punctuate what's happening in the narrative. And I felt like that was actually a very smart decision as well, is that they were they they used someone who you know knows what's going on to actually be able to add a little more credence to the the storyline which is you know still a movie about dudes in capes i mean uh, even though technically they don't have capes but you know what i mean sure and so i think that that makes it a better a better crafted film even if it still has like some narrative issues and i think that i i I don't know that might be another thing that might have helped me not notice those other issues yeah that's all perfectly fair and there's there's lots of great stuff that went into this i mean not not just the performers a lot of the writing is is really good and and on display mm-hmm. here. There's some some very witty little one-liners and you know clever visuals. I mean, all all and, the elements are here, and not too much slow motion. That was something that I actually kind of liked. Yeah, for sure. We, yeah, we, last... we didn't have a whole lot of the the bullet time kind of effects going on. Yeah, and. And, and I'll admit, like, so the times when I got igno- annoyed about that was there were trailers in, like, before the movie that used a lot of it. And so I was already tired of it by the time the movie started. But it didn't seem to, like, egregiously use it this time. Yeah. And I really like that. Yeah. I, I felt like most of the, the, the slow-mo bullet time kind of stuff that was in the movie was already in the trailers. Exactly. Nearly all the other action in the movie, and, and there's plenty of it, doesn't do mm-hmm. that. And unlike the other movies, and we're, I'm going to try to get into this without so much spoilery type thing, there actually it, there felt like there was more weight and consequence to what could happen this time around. I mean, 
I mean, Ultron has a pretty good amount of weight in that, you know, like, you know, the, the world will be destroyed. But on and, and one hand, the world being destroyed is sort of like whatever in a superhero movie. Yeah, it's uh, like you, you almost expect that. Like, oh, somebody else is trying to destroy the world or take it over or something. Yeah, and it's interesting because they're not so much trying to destroy the world per se. They're trying to... To, to do something slightly different than usual. I mean, like the out the the outcome might be similar, but it's such a I don't know. It's it's different enough that I felt like it actually added weight to the situation. Although there is still a little bit of uh, what you called uh, like like mustache twirling on the villain side because because of his because of his his motivations are different, but what he wants is very similar <laughs> to a mustache twirling. Villain. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's very true. I mean, the, the villain has, has some real depth to him. Like, like you said, you, you can empathize and, and understand his motivations and where, where he's coming from and, you know, why he's trying to do some of these, mm-hmm. these things. But I mean, ultimately his, his, his methods and the end that he's trying to achieve both make me feel like he didn't quite think this through mm-hmm. and I, I think that's supposed to be part of the character yeah but... they kind of explained that with the character some um it, it, but yeah it, that doesn't like detract from it so much yeah no I, I didn't feel like that detracted from the movie but it, it, mm-hmm. it did sort of detract from from the character I think gave him gave him that flaw it's mm-hmm. like, I'm I, I, I get it. I empathize with him, but I'm really, really angry at the character, too. And it's like, you mm-hmm. clearly haven't thought this through. It's like, you're just a little bit too stupid for your own good here, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's not so not necessarily stupidity as it is like hot headedness. Yeah, um, that's like, that's that's probably a better description. Yeah. No, but, but I don't want to I don't want to accidentally spoil anything for anybody. So, like, yeah. take that as you will, folks. Right. Uh, <laughs> But no, yeah, like I, I, I I don't feel like this is a a great movie in in the sense that we've we've talked about some others. It is, I mm-hmm. think it's a very good movie, and I think it will be a culturally important movie. And that's that's not something I I throw around a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this this very much is. I mean, representation matters absolutely, yep. and I think they they did a a great job here. I mean, you know, speaking as a as a white guy. Yeah, it it it, it feels yeah. like a good thing to me, but I I think overall the the response has has been in line with that as well. So I I think it does a great job of 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 showing that and and making it more accessible to a wider audience. Yeah, and I feel like except I do actually think it may actually very well be a great movie, um, but then again, sometimes great is something I have to wait a while to to really yeah you know, to to really say. Anyway, so the yeah, I guess we would say that Tim and I totally recommend you going to see this flick. It's uh, it seems to be the gigantic cultural zeitgeist thing you should participate in if you haven't gotten around to it already. Right. Also, being a Marvel movie, there are yeah, stingers in the credits. There, there are two of them. Stick around. Yep. They're both worth Stick it. Around. Yeah. And to be and well, and I was concerned because like I think we we're all feeling we're all feeling some form of superhero fatigue at this point. Oh, for sure. So it, so it was pretty refreshing to not be sick of superheroes by the end of this. I was like pumped when the movie ended. I was yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on the next movie. Yeah. Um, whereas like at the end of Ragnarok, I was like, oh, I got another one of these things I gotta watch. Um, <laughs> That one was very entertaining. It was still fun. It was still fun. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But like after the stinger on that one, I was like, ah, another thing. Ah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's coming up here. So, yep. 
So I'll uh, I'll I'll give this movie an A minus. Like I said, that some of the, the the narrative structuring detracted a a bit for me, but not enough to you know really sink it. Mm-hmm. And I think A minus is actually pretty fair as well. Um, like I uh, like I said, there's um like I think there's a lot of great things about the movie, and but I think I'm gonna have to really look at it again before I can fully make a this is what it is sort of decision. But yeah, A minus sounds about right for me as well. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I've seen men build weapons that I couldn't even imagine. Uh Uh-huh. I've seen aliens drop from the sky. Yeah. But I have never seen anything like this. How much more are you hiding? Hold up. 